Be delighted this holiday season at Ice and Lights, the winter village at Cameron Run. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria. Stroll through the park and enjoy winter photo ops, light displays, hot chocolate, and a warm treat. The winter village offers playtime for the entire family. Extend the magic of the holidays by visiting early, starting November 17th. Get your tickets now at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, one church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Say, blessed be the man who comes in the name of the Lord. Say, preach, Pastor Hannah. Harvest will hear and we shall obey. Can we give God praise for the man of God as he comes tonight? The video's coming. You can be seated. Let's get into the Word. about being with Harvest Church on today and excited about what God is doing in spite of the pandemic and in spite of everything that is going on. We are crazy enough to believe that God is sovereign. We're crazy enough to believe that he sits on the throne and that the earth is his and that he's a God that is in charge and in control of everything. So we are crazy enough to believe that our steps have been ordered by God even during the time such as this. It is God's will that we be here like this. So we just submit to it by saying, yes, Lord. Amen. I'm grateful for the man of God, the shepherd, the overseer, the angel of the house, Bishop Foreman. To God be the glory for him. Amen. I believe in divine connections. I believe that there are people that God would bring into your life at the right time and at the right season and that it is a divine connection. And that is exactly what I believe is between me and Bishop Foreman. And I just want to say to him, I am grateful 
for the connection. And I say to you, like I say to many people, we in this thing for life. So to God be the glory for that. I want you to get your Bibles and I want you to just go to 1 Samuel, if you don't mind. Very interesting um, when I spoke with Bishop about the theme about being a history maker. And he said to me, I want you to focus on in seven areas of people making history in entertainment, in business, in family, in education, in government, media, and church. First of all, I want to say to you that you are bigger than a building. You're bigger than the church. I think one of the mistakes that the church has made is to believe that everything has to happen in and around the church. I say to you, you're bigger than your zip code. You're bigger than your state. You're bigger than a building. And eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God has for you. The scripture that um, Bishop sent me was Isaiah 48, verses 18 and 19. This blessed me. If only you had paid attention to my commands. Look what would have happened. Your peace would have been like a river. Your well-being like the waves of the sea. Your descendants would have been like the sand. Your children like its numberless grains. Their name would never be blotted out nor destroyed from before me. The key thing is if you, you have to understand something that if, if you are going to be a history maker, if you are going to be impactful, everything is not on God. I need you to hear me. It is up to us to take ownership on what we are supposed to do. Let's go further. We are free-willed agents. He will not put us in a headlock. He will not come and drag us into his will. We have a choice. You're either going to be it or you're not. Wow. Allow me to speak to you about the woman by the name of Hannah. The Bible says something. The Lord had closed her womb. Although, watch me, there's nothing wrong with her but God shut her womb. And the only way that it will be open is based upon what she does. I come to say to some of you all, there is nothing wrong with you. You just have to be willing to go through the process and do what God tells you to do. Watch me. Here it is closed, but Hannah is willing to do what? Pray. In spite of what it looks like, she still believes that God is sovereign and that he is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. The Bible says you have not because you ask not. So in spite of everything, she prays. When she finally gets a word from the Lord, what does she do? She is willing to believe the word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. It is up to you according to, here it is again, your faith, so be it unto you. So number one, she's willing to pray. Number two, she's willing to believe. And number three, here's the line that messed me up. She's willing to do what it takes. 
Hear me, everybody hear me. Faith without works is dead. The days of just sitting up in your house, praying about it, talking about it, writing it on your vision board are done. When you finish praying, when you finish believing, when you finish writing, the question is, what are you going to do about it? Please pay attention. Even as I go out history making, she could have just had a baby. Everybody's having a baby. But what you're going to birth is going to shake the earth. Let that be revelation for some of you all. That's why you have to pray about it. That's why you have to believe about it. And that's why you have to do what has to be done. Because what's going to come through you is going to make history. Wow. That's why it hasn't been easy for you. That's why you can't compare yourself to anybody else. Because what's going to come through you is going to be history making. But it won't happen until you pray. It won't happen until you believe. And it won't happen until you do what needs to be done to make it come forth. Wow. I could end right there. That's a whole other revelation. Because many of us are sitting there waiting on people to do things. And God has said, listen, I've already prepared a way for you. I've gone before you. I've made the way straight. But I'm waiting on you to come down the street. Can I get you to type on the screen or open your mouth and say it as loud as you, as you can? It's on me. And I'm about to make it happen. <laughs> come on, I want you to say that again. It's on me. And I'm about to make it happen. I need those words to come out of your mouth because as you say it, God's going to put something in you to give you the push that you need. Come on, open up again and say, it's on me. And I'm about to make it happen. All right. So the Bible lets us know that after Hannah has prayed, after she has believed, and after she has done what needs to be done, she actually gives birth to a son. Pay attention. And his name is Samuel. You ready? She just birthed a history maker. She just birthed a history maker. One of the things that she said to God, she says, God, if you give me a man child, I'll give him back to you. So a vow has been made over the kid's head before he's even conceived. Wow. Question, what has God already written about you before you were even conceived? Because he's the author and the finisher of your faith. He's the one that created you. He knew you before you were even in your mother's womb. That's what he told the prophet Jeremiah. So we're not going to even use your, your age as an excuse. You already have an expected ending, but it's according to you. Ready? Let's go Bible. So today's sermon is entitled, Make It Happen. Make it happen. I want you to literally make it happen. Allow me to just to speak to you for a minute, and we're going to walk over to another table. Well, I have some 
some pitchers and some empty glasses of water because the Lord gave me this illustration to share with you to basically give you some revelation, to give you some revelation so that you can um, visually see what God is up to. The Bible lets us know that she births a son and she names him Samuel. Samuel, God has heard my prayer. You ready? But then when he's born, he's born to be a history maker. So let's zone in on him. In 1 Samuel 1 and 22, the Bible says, Hannah did not go. She said to her husband, after the boy is weaned, I will take him and present him before the Lord. And he will live there always. In other words, let's just let this be Samuel. An empty glass. Because before you can make history, he starts with something empty. The Bible says that Hannah literally takes the boy and leaves him at the temple. Just leaves him there. Just leaves him there. Can you imagine what he had to go through? Because he's not home with his mother or his father. Can you imagine if he's going through abandonment? Can I tell you something? And after he was born, she had five more children. So here he is empty. He can't be home with his mother. He can't be home with his father. He can't be home with his siblings. So there's a part of him that could have felt abandoned, could have felt rejected, could have felt less than. And for many of you all, there's a part of you that you feel as if you empty. But what you don't understand is that God kept you away from your family. Because what he wants to do in you and through you, you couldn't get it in your house. So God literally has to separate you, and you literally have to deal with the feelings that you feel, but know, watch me, that God is sovereign and that he is up to something. And you are crazy enough to believe that your ladder is going to be great. Wow. Is there anyone out there that felt like my childhood wasn't the best? Is there anyone out there that felt like, you know what, um, I'm, I'm different from my family? Is there anyone out there that feels like um, 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 nobody can relate to me? Can I, can, let me just give you this little revelation. Mm, you're peculiar. You're chosen. You're set aside. You're not going to be like everyone else. You've been predestined. So watch me. Emptiness is a part of your testimony. Stop. Emptiness is a part of your testimony. Can I talk for a minute? I remember growing up and my parents, I was the result of a teenage pregnancy. I was the result of a teenage pregnancy. To cover it up back then, they got married. They both dropped out of high school. My father ended up going to jail for murder. My mother now is a single parent. She marries a man who's now my stepfather. But I am the only one, after they have three more children, that is the stepchild in the house. I went through feelings of abandonment. I went through feelings of rejection. I went through daddy issues because my father wasn't in my, in my life. But when I was younger, my mother told me a story. She says, one Friday night I was in church when I was pregnant with you. And the power of God came in the building. She says, and you started kicking. And I thought that I was having a miscarriage. I ran to my mother, and your grandmother told me 
There's nothing wrong with you. That boy you're carrying has just been set aside. The hand of God is on his life. So regardless of how empty you might be feeling, I need you to know the hand of God is on your life. Those of you that have ever felt rejected, those of you that have ever felt abandoned, those of you that have ever felt like you have been by yourself, can I give you a minute to worship God and know that he is your, your alpha and your omega, your beginning and your end, that he's the author and the finisher of your faith, and you have no other choice but to trust him. If those of you that feel like you're out here alone by yourself, can I give you an opportunity to worship the God who has everything under control. Let me give you just five seconds to worship God. Go for it. Five. Hallelujah. Four. Hallelujah. Three. Hallelujah. Two. Hallelujah. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Hallelujah. 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 Let's go further. Let's go further. So there's a part of you that empty goes with your story. Oh, feeling less than goes with your book. Feeling not a part of goes with your journey. And he knew that he could trust you with the story. <laughs> he knew that he could trust you with the story. So if I'm not going to get it from my house, where am I going to get it from? Now I need you to pay attention. Can you repeat after me? My steps have been ordered by God. Come on here. I need you to say that my steps have been ordered by God. Come on here. Come on. I need, I need that to come out of your mouth. Come on. I want, I want to feel like I'm right in your face. My steps have been ordered by God. So the Bible says that Hannah takes him, and she takes him to the temple. And the priest at that time, his name is Eli. And I want you to see how God shifts him out of the house with his parents and takes him to the to the temple and then sits him in front of let's put this out here and sits him in front of you ready someone who is older than him who has more than him and i want you to see what the bible says you ready because now that you've survived the emptiness God's going to put the right people around you that's going to pour into you to make sure that you become who he has created you to be. Are you ready? Because some of you all, you're being poured into. I love the Bible. Let's go Bible if you don't mind. Let's go. If you can go to 1 Samuel 3 and 1. The boy, Samuel, ministered before the Lord under Eli. Pay attention. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare, and there were not many visions, which means that the surrounding is not good 
but you're in the right place. There's no word. There's little vision. Watch me. The surrounding isn't right, but your steps have been ordered by the Lord. And you have been assigned to Eli. And the Bible says the boy ministered before the Lord under Eli. So basically, he is serving Eli. God has literally put him in a place that somebody is going to pour into him while he, keyword serves. You ready? Because what you're about to get is not monetary. Hmm. What you are about to get is going to go with you to make history. You got to hear me now. So you're under the old man and you're serving. The Bible says he that is great among you must become servant. So while you're serving, you're getting knowledge. You're learning what to do and what not to do. You're getting knowledge. You literally know because you can see it. While you're under him, you're also getting wisdom. Now God is allowing you to see things that you didn't get from man. You have wisdom that even blows your mind due to certain situations. You have knowledge and wisdom to the point that you know that the hand of God is on your life. This is bigger than a book. This is bigger than a classroom. This is because you are around the right person and you're getting knowledge that which you know, you're getting wisdom only God can give you. Let's go further. You're getting experience from the priest. From the priest. You're seeing how a priest carries himself. You're seeing how a priest um, dress. You're seeing how a priest talk. You're seeing how a priest goes in. You're seeing how a priest comes out. You're seeing um, how a priest is looked upon by other people. So God has you close to them. Why? Because you get to see what nobody else gets to see because you close to them. Oh, you're going to get it. You're not getting paid for it, but you're getting it. My God. You got knowledge, you got wisdom, and you got experience. You got experience, but they making more money than you. It don't matter yet. Come on here. Stop looking at now and know that you're bigger than your now. Your next is greater. Come on, I'm going to give you a chance. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Come on, you're being poured into. You got knowledge, you got wisdom, you got experience. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. What is this? You're learning how to say no. You're learning how to say no. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? The Bible lets us know that he has sons. Their names are Hophni and Phinehas. The Bible lets us know that his sons are not serving like he is serving. They are nowhere near the table. Where are they? They are outside. What are they doing? They are still in sacrifice. 
They only loading up on what they can get now. What else are they doing? The Bible said that they are literally sleeping with the women at the steps of the temple. They're more worried about feeding their flesh than pleasing God. And there are some of you all, you have learned how to tell your flesh no. You have learned that you can't do what everybody else is doing because that doesn't go with where you're going. Come on here. Is there anybody in the building? You could have did it, but you didn't do it. You could have gone, but you didn't go. You could have been with them, but you said no. I need you to thank God that he put a no down in your spirit. Because had you did what they did, then you wouldn't even be where you are right now. Can I tell you something? He's about to honor your sacrifice. My God, to God be the glory. He is about to honor every time you didn't go with him, every time you didn't say yes, every time that you didn't ride with him, every time that you didn't sleep with him, every time you didn't drink with him, every time you didn't act like him, every time you didn't run with him. I want to thank God that they didn't invite you to go with him because had you gone, then you would have been just like them. Those of you that know that favor is not fair, can you take five seconds and open your mouth and give God a glory for your no, for your sacrifice. Hallelujah! Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, we're going to go further. I feel the anointing for your knowledge. I feel the anointing for your wisdom. I feel the anointing for your experience. And I feel the anointing for your sacrifice. I feel the anointing for your knowledge. I feel the anointing for your wisdom. I feel the anointing for your experiences. And I feel the anointing for your sacrifice. And for that, I give you glory. 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 I give you glory that I'm not like them. I give you glory that I've been set aside. I give you glory that I did not get paid. I give you glory that it's a sacrificial life that I am willing to sacrifice now so that I can get it later. Open your mouth and give God a praise right there. Come on, we're going to go further. 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 I feel the anointing. I got to calm down. I got one more glass. I got one more glass. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to calm down. I got to go further. Ready? Let's go further. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got one more glass. Listen to me. To be anointed, to be anointed. To be anointed does not mean that you fall down on the floor. To be anointed does not mean that you just roll in the floor. To be anointed does not mean that you speak in tongues. To be anointed means that you brush up against. And as you brush up against what is on the individual that you're brushing up against, you get the oil. Can we talk for a minute? So here we go. While he's there and he's serving, please watch. He is being poured into the anointing. He is getting the oil. He is getting the oil. He is getting the oil. Come on here. While everybody else is doing what they want to do, while it, what, what is the anointing? It is, it is, it is the supernatural power. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to need the supernatural power of God. To do what you do. So watch me. Watch me. It's not going to be according to your degree. It's not going to be according to your hookups. It's not going to be according to who you know and who you don't know. It's going to be the oil of God. Well, oh, it's running over. Yep. These are the days that you're going to have to live in overflow. I need you to get as much as you can when you can get it. Oh, my God. You ready? 
You ready? Wow. And for many of you all, the five glasses represent the five pieces of you that you're going to need when you start walking in your purpose in your destiny. Because you're going to make history. You're literally going to make history. So the Bible says that one day while Samuel, hmm, while Samuel is asleep, he hears a voice, Samuel, what does he do? He jumps up and he runs to Eli, the person who's been pouring it to him. And he says, did you call me? He says, I didn't call you. And he went back and he laid down. And he heard it again, Samuel! He jumped up and he ran to Eli. Did you call me? He says, no, I didn't call you. He says, go back and lay down. And he went and he laid back down and he heard the call, pay attention, a third time. Samuel! And he jumped up and he ran back to what he was familiar to. It says that you call me. Pay attention. And the Bible says that Eli perceived that it was God calling the boy. Mm. And he tells the boy, the next time you hear that voice, I need you to say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening to see how all of this is going to come together to go with my purpose. <laughs> all things are going to work together for your good. The next time he call you, I need you to say, speak, Lord. Let's go to the Bible. The Bible says something. It's time... And the third time the Lord called Samuel, Samuel got up and went to Eli. And he said, here I am. You call me. And Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak. For your servant is listening. Pay attention. The Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. My God, I'm about to do something in you that's going to make the ears of people tingle because it's never been done before. <laughs> I'm excited about the tingling effect that you're about to cause. I'm excited that your, e your enemies are going to have to take their words back. I'm excited that your ladder is going to be greater. I'm excited about the, your name being brought up. I'm excited about your territory being enlarged. If you believe that I am talking to you, can I give you an opportunity to have a worship break? I'm going to give you one more time. Why am I doing this? Because the Bible says, and he ministered unto the Lord. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to minister.
minister unto the Lord and to thank him that his hand is on your life. If you don't mind, can I give you an opportunity just to tell God thank you? And I want you to thank him not just for the good. I want you to thank him for what you thought was bad and what you thought was ugly because everything is about to come together in a few more minutes and ears are about to tingle. Why? Because you are about to make history. Open your mouths again and begin to worship God right there. Go for yourselves. Let's go, let's go. And I'm about to do in you some things that have never been done before. Ready? So I wanted two different jars. I wanted two different jars. And I wanted one bigger than the other. Because if you're going to make history, this is good. You're going to have to go further than the one that poured into you. I'm going to say that again. If you are going to make history, you have to be willing to take on, like, all this has to come together now. You ready? Let's, let's just go. So, I need all this to come together. I need your anointing to come together. I need your wisdom to come together. Mm. Mm. I need your knowledge to come together. Wow. I need all of your experiences to come together. Wow. I need everything that you have literally gone through to come together. Because the day is going to come. Mm. Hand me that towel, Danny, right there. I need to clean up. Because I need to, it, I need, why are you cleaning up? Because it's going to be a fresh start. <laughs> I need to clean up because what God is about to do for you, um, it's going to be like a fresh start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just, let's clean this whole atmosphere up. And for some of y'all, everything is on hold until certain things are clean. <laughs> everything is on hold because certain things have to be clean. So for some of y'all, he's cleaning your credit. He's, he's giving you time to clean up your Instagram page and your Facebook page. Because when you apply for the job, they're going to go on your page and they're going to look to see what you've been doing. And you can't have turn-up glasses. I'm just saying. Yeah. So God is giving time just to clean up. It's going to be a clean slate. Gonna be a clean slate. You gotta be careful. And watch me. So now God used one person to pour into you. One person to pour into you. But because He put so much in you, He's going to bring different people in front of you that you literally have the capacity to fill each one. One poured into you. But history is when you get to pour into many. Look at me. You live to pour. I'm done. You live to pour. Hiya. Come on here. You ready? So how do you pour? First of all, I need, I need to take the limits off of you. Because if you study the scripture, you ready? Samuel is the only one 
in the Old Testament that hold three positions. No one, no one else in the Old Testament has three flows. Ready? Let's talk. Number one, I'm going to use you as a prophet. I'm going to use you to speak into today. So every time you open your mouth, the mouth of the righteous is going to be a well of life. I'm going to use you to speak. And when you speak, the Bible says, and when Samuel spoke, peace, pay attention, his words never hit the ground. This is why some of y'all have to be very careful with what you allow to come out of your mouth. Because what you speak becomes life. Hmm. I need some of y'all to use the prophetic oil that is on you right now. And I need you to begin to prophesy your future. I need you to begin to prophesy your tomorrow. I need you to begin to speak over your family. I need you to begin to speak over your loved ones. Why? Because you have the oil to do it. You are anointed for it. Come on here. I need you to open your mouth and say, oh, my ladder will be greater. I need you to begin to open your mouth and say that everyone in my family will be saved. I need you to open your mouth and say that God's about to enlarge my territory. I need you to open your mouth and begin to say that eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God is about to do for me. I need you not only to speak over yourself, but I need you to speak over your house. My house is blessed. Everything that is connected to me is blessed. My circle is blessed. My village is blessed. Come on here. Everything about me, God is about to perfect those things that concern me. I need you to literally begin to speak. My bills are paid. My body is healed. I will never get COVID-19. I will walk in health and strength, and I'm about to live a long, healthy, anointed, prosperous life. I said it again, and I'm about to live a long, healthy, anointed, prosperous life. I speak life. I speak whatsoever I bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on earth will be loose in heaven. He has given me power and I speak those things that be not as though they were and I give you glory. I speak God I speak God that this virus shall cease. I speak God that my city shall be blessed I speak God that my home shall be blessed. I speak God that my family shall be blessed. I speak God that my circle shall be blessed. I speak God that my ladder shall be greater. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to open your mouth and begin to speak. I speak that my ladder shall be greater. I speak that my ladder shall be greater. Hmm. Let's go. So he's a prophet. Hmm. Let's go. He's a judge. What does that mean? If you study the scripture, the judges were those that were the commanders over, over battles. So that's a part of you all that I need you to keep. I need you to keep the fight in you. Mm. The Bible said that uh, the kingdom of God suffered violence. Why? Because enough of us aren't violent enough, and the violent take it by force. So I'm going to need some of y'all to keep your fight in you. I need you to be able to fight for your peace. I need you to be able to fight for your joy. I need you to be able to fight and tell the devil he's a liar. I need you to be able to fight for your purpose. I need you to be able to fight for your destiny. I need you to be able to watch me. I need you to pull your hair back. I need you to go for broke. I need you to fight to, to be in your right mind. I need you to fight to tell the devil you're not going to take my mind. I need you to fight for the calm that is on your life. I need you to fight to stay current. I need 
you to fight to get out of the past. I need you to fight to go into your future. I need you to fight to forget those things which are behind me. I need you to fight to get the chains of the enemy off of you. I need you to fight to know that your latter days will be greater. I need you to maintain the mentality that you're going to fight until you get victory in every area of your life. Fight! So you are a prophet. You are a priest. You ready? I'm sorry, you are a judge. And the last one, here's the one I want you to get. And now, you're a priest. You're a priest. I want to fill this one all the way up. I want to fill this one all the way up. Uh, let's, take, let's take it into overflow. <laughs> let's take it into overflow. I need you to get this. So what is the priest do? You ready? The priest is the one that releases. The prophet speaks. The judge fights. But the priest release and make history. Listen. As a matter of fact, if you study scripture, who was the last judge that we read about? It was Samuel. Who anoints the first and the second king over Israel? It was Samuel. Watch me. What, what, what if, let me, let me, let me show you about, about a priest. Watch me. A priest is not selfish. A priest want to see others make it. The only way that you can be a trailblazer, the only way that you can be a history maker is that you have to release people to do what God has called them to do. Why? Because they got your oil. So even after you die, the earth still begins to speak of you. Let's talk for a minute. Question, what if God, what did the truth Israel say, I want a king? What if Samuel had said, well, you know what? I can be your king. I can be your king. You don't need nobody else. Hey, I'm, I'm the prophet. I'm the priest. I'm the judge. I can be the king also. Watch me. A priest doesn't mind anointing other people to do what they can't do. And for some of y'all, it is a blessing that God can trust you with the oil, that you can release people to be everything that God calls them to be. Can I say something? You can't be a priest and be a hater. You can't be a priest and be and be jealous. You got to be a priest that you can celebrate with those that, that you can see the hand of God is on their life. And for some of you, watch me, a priest is an oil carrier, which means that God can trust you with the oil to release it on other people. Those of you that are listening to me right now, I have come into your home as the prophet to speak over you, the judge to fight for you. And the priests to anoint you. Lift your hands where you are. Because you're about to make history. Lift your hands where you are. Because you're about to make history. Lift your hands. Come on, close your eyes. Close your eyes. As I begin to speak. As the prophet. I speak over you. I say, you shall make it to your destination. That you shall walk into your purpose, your calling. And that you shall be everything that God has created you to be. I fight for you. I fight for you in prayer. I tell the devil that he's a liar. 
I fight for you in the spirit. I fight for your call. I fight for your anointing. I fight for your confidence. I pray that you have the anointing of Joshua, that you will be strong and courageous. I fight for you. I push back darkness up off of you. And I tell the devil that he's a liar. I ask God to send angels to your rescue and that you could be everything that he has created you to be in the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. And now I anoint you to go forth, to go forth in entertainment, to go forth in, judge, in, in government, to go forth in whatever area that God has called you to go in. I call you to go make history. I call you to be the first to ever do it in your family and in your bloodline. I call you to be the first to excel. I call you to be the first millionaire. I call you to be the first business owner. I call you to be the first property owner. I call you, I call you, I call you out of your past and I call you into your future. Come on, you got to do it. You have to do it. Come on, open your mouths where you are as I leave you in worship. Come on, open your mouths where you are as I leave you in worship. Open your mouths where you are. You are poorer. You're going to be used. God's going to use you to pour into different people. You're ready to pour. You're ready to pour. God is filling you up. Fill me up until I overflow. Hallelujah. Fill me up until I overflow. I want to run over. I want to run over. Fill me up, God. Until I overflow and my assignment is complete and my assignment is complete go and be everything that God has called you to be because you my brothers and my sisters have called to be history makers open your mouths and worship God where you are open your mouths and worship God where you are I'll leave you in worship hallelujah 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! And your ladder will be greater, 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 and you will live in overflow, and you will live in overflow because you are more than a conqueror, because the hand of God is on your life, because you are more than a conqueror. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard what God is going to do in you and through you, and your ladder will be greater, and my assignment is complete. Stay in worship. Hallelujah. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means. That not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All of those phrases mean the same thing. 
And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do... I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10, that's V-I-A-T-O-R-10, for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app? Over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey, Cricket customers. Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Yeah! Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details.